for the good of the day, for the good of the way. Welcome back, everybody. We are rocking on this Friday, March 1st, 2024, somewhere in the now space. Give a little bit of time for the, or space for others to join in. We are on the Postmasters Basic Live, Friday Night Live. Very exciting. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed last week. I just wasn't feeling up to par. So I had uh, Chief step in and I know Joey helped as well. So we're really appreciative, appreciative of Colin Russell-J Colin Gold for picking up the slack. That was awesome to get him on here. And uh, if you guys were on that call, please... Give me a thumbs up. Let me see if you heard that call. All right, checking it out here. I guess posted up above in the, well, it's posted up above already, but it is is going to be on the RSS feed. I haven't gotten to it yet. So I will do that, make sure of that. And then of course, it's just up above in the uh, chat there. If you scroll up, you can find it. And uh, yeah, so welcome everybody. Postmasters Basic. This is for the public and also Postmasters. Everyone's welcome. And just want to say this is Colin Rachel hyphen dark Colin Prince. If you're curious about me, I'm a postmaster, federal postmaster here in the now space, trying to better comprehend and translate, articulate, if you will, the quantum venue and and uh, the performances of Colin Russell hyphen J Colin Gould to make sure that. We are following with what the current now space news is and just giving you kind of the lay of the lands and explaining what um, sometimes what Chief is up to or what he's thinking and some of his um, momentum and, and where that's at. And if I can convey that to you guys, I will. And also if I can share with you more about the venue, the quantum grammar, then I will do my best to do that. We do sometimes have uh, callers or listeners on, and we might do a little bit of that tonight and get some get some of your questions answered about the venue, about the grammar. Uh, I did notice that someone asked a question about like why is there a buffalo on all of the the memes, and that's just uh, that's just our little tagline tote logo just for. Uh, I, there's nothing too uh, deep about that. It's just so that we can know that it's ours and, or which team member did it. So um, we do have a media street team. And if you're interested in your postmaster with the claim of the life, you're more than welcome to email us at media at for the claim of the life.com and volunteer for that. We are always looking for great meme makers and we occasionally from time to time have other needs as well 
and love to have aid with that. So there are various volunteer positions that just pop up, come available as we have them. And of course, we also have, an, Chief has an amicus task force to send out stop and correct letters worldwide. So behind the scenes, while the fiction is busy eating itself alive, the amicus task force is busy writing stop and correct letters to help pressure, give pressure, give pressure to those that are needing to stop and correct, who are operating fraudulently or doing nefarious things, things like that. So lots of stuff going on behind the scenes that while the world goes on, I guess. I'm going to look here in the chat, just see where we're at. Welcome, welcome. I love to know what time it is where you're at. Or if you want to type in where you're at, that's cool too. Lots of, we get lots of folks from all over the world. We have postmasters from all over the world in the venue. And we get listeners who are maybe on the fence about joining in and into the um, quantum venue and getting their claim of the life and, and membership with the, the, the for the claim of the life.com website. I did have a conversation recently with some new postmasters boarding, we call them boarding postmasters. And they were curious about some things from the fiction and how, how the fiction holds up against uh, this quantum venue and how to, you know, I, I try to explain that this, this quantum venue, it's, it's not just like a, a program or a, a workshop or a course or something that you, you know, pay money for. And then you kind of like, it's like, it's not like a system. When I think of system, I think of like Weight Watchers, you know, you go or like, AA or something, you go to like meetings and you start to learn how to like live your life better. I mean, yeah, this will help you improve your life if you learn the correct steps and safeguard your life and things like that. But it's more of a, uh, it's more of a, an entire paradigm shift. We're moving into controlling our lives instead of being controlled. It's control or be controlled, right? So you, slavery is free slavery in the fiction world everybody had a birth certificate and they got uh the 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 controlling forces moved you around as cargo they moved you uh around and shipped you around according to their programs and laws and legislations but when that all ended post-bankruptcy when that all ended and chief was there to pick up the slack they lost their authority to be, uh, to, to have that control. He slipped in and was able to flip the switch. So now for those that are in the know, they can be the postmaster on their contracts. They can control where they ship themselves and what cargo gets shipped where, their children, things like that, being cargo. They, they get to move themselves around with closure, with knowledge. And all these things, of course, take mechanics, skill, and learning. But it's 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 a different paradigm. Does that make sense? It's it's different from from being shipped around as a birth certificate slave person. So 
even though post-bankruptcy in 1999, all of that ended because of what uh, the government failed to re-up or come back into, I should say the, the former U.S. government failed to come back into some form of, of formal uh, contracting procedure, they they missed the boat entirely, decided to go rogue, and then that's when Chief came in and actually flipped flipped the script on them. And by doing so, gave people a chance to step into a new system that where they would be able to have that power back, right? He just kind of set up a framework. And within that framework, people were are free to, to navigate the world according to their knowledge and uh, with their nativity claim of the life or life contract, as opposed to the alternative, which was, which even though it ended, my point was that those operating in that world are still living in usury with, even though it's a dead system, they're they're willingly and without knowing most of them without knowing are signing up for that that fiction system which is is going to be moving them around like a slave right like okay you have they have their their um their their contracts the the fictions contracts or those that are still without a claim of the life to claim their life to claim that they're living to state a claim to be able to be the postmaster and move themselves around. Instead, the the those fiction birth certificate slave people, no offense if you don't have a claim of life, but that that you are in usury with that system and you're still being shipped around. And of course, we do have then the question always comes up: well, what about the sovereign movement? Uh, where people are learning how to fight back with certain legislations and laws and class action suits and and go up against these systems to show that they have rights and for those of us in on the other side on the postmaster side in the in the venue we're we're looking at that going like I I don't know what you're talking about because all of that's that is is fake it's all rogue it's all fraudulent so why are you trying to go up against a fake system and, and, and with fiction grammar and no, if there's no government, then there's no rights. If there's no constitution, if, if there's no government, there's no laws, if there's no constitution, there's no rights. Like, so, so how, how is that going to work? Right. That's, that's what we're thinking on this side. That's what chief is explaining. How, how is that even going to work if it doesn't exist? It, it's just fake. It's like, it's like going, it's like being on a, on a stage in a theater with actors and thinking that you can go, um, you know, sue another actor. Like that's, it's just make believe there. It doesn't, it doesn't have any enforcement. There's nothing there that is substantial or substantial that you can substantiate to, push your claim forward because a you're a, 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 a derelict being with no claim for life even though yeah you're living and breathing you just on paper you're you're dead essentially hope that makes sense all right 
check this out here. So we've got uh, five o'clock Pacific. We got six o'clock, seven o'clock in Wisconsin, eight o'clock. It's just getting later and later, probably East Coast. And then, of course, Australia, 11 a.m. We've got 22,000, Quebec, Quebec. And we have uh, Philadelphia, another couple of eight o'clock, seven o'clock in Nashville. Okay. Yes, a shout out to all those brilliant memes and uh, the street team. Amazing work for the videos, the shorts, the memes. Just so grateful uh, that we have a, a, such a, a creative, amazing team. I do wish, though, that sometimes I would have this basic call on a different time. And I might do that again just so that Europe can join in. We miss them. And if you're listening back to this, I know uh, the timing doesn't necessarily work. It's like the middle of the night. All right. We have someone from New Zealand where it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday. So thanks for those beautiful pictures of, of where you guys are. Uh, we've got pictures of rainbows and moons and rocks. and um, and so we always love to see what's going on in your now space. Like I said, if you're just joining in, we do have this Postmasters Basic on Podbean and Spotify and iHeartRadio. And I believe, I'm not sure about Apple, what's going on with Apple. Probably have to do some weird little um, fine tuning with that to make sure that happens. But that being said, I will be posting the link, or it is also above for the RSS feed, where it gets pushed out to all the other avenues. And of course, you can always just go up into the Telegram channel and click on media and and uh, listen there, or uh, various uh, parts of of this channel. I'm not sure where is this under. It's under music. I don't know why they put the audio files under music. So you can just go to music and listen to all of them dating back quite a while. Lots of content for you guys to listen to. So let's see here. I who I do want to say I did uh, want to make some distinctions here. I did talk to Chief. Some of you guys, give me a thumbs up if you are on the patron call. If uh, Chief has a patron call, it's on patreon.com forward slash Russell J. Gould. And there is two L's and two S's in his name. And there's no punctuation in that. But give me a thumbs up if you are on that um, patron call. So quite a few of you guys. I At the very last question last week, we talked about, someone asked a question about low deal titles. I know this came up before. And I think it was Claudia asked uh, in Brazil about low deal titles. And um, of course, uh, like I have said before, Chief has not given out that tech yet for Lodial title ownership um, or tenancy. But I think he and I just got off on a little bit of a different note because I did have a conversation with them about that later and it was kind of eating at me. Um, when I was telling Claudia that all I said to her was that she, that what I like to think of myself as like a steward over my property, like the house I'm take I'm caretaker for it. Right. And, um, but, and, and, and I can be a postmaster on the things coming at me in the mail. But again, like I said, you know, that 
had said to Claudia last month or last, eh, it was a couple of weeks ago that a, the tech's not out for how to be that tenant over your, or steward over your, your lodial titleship. And therefore, uh, you know, the, the ones that we see coming at us are written in fiction, the titles, lodial titles and all that, a lodial, a lodial, they call it a lodial, but those are written in fiction, fiction grammar. And so, um, that is basically something that chief says he's just not ready to give out that. And he calls, we, he and I kind of went back and forth with this steward, this, this, this word term steward, because my view steward is like, well, I'm living here, so I'm going to take good care of the land. I'm going to do the garden. And so to me, that's like a steward, but to him a little bit more technical. And I was like, well, you know, let's, it is semantics, but, um, but I think that was just because I see it a little differently because, you know, I have houses and I, I caretake for them, but from a technical contracting position of where he's at, he has to be careful with that. And he calls us, you know, tenants, we are tenants in this system, in this world. And I know that can scare some people to think that, oh God, I, I signed up for, for all of this and now I'm just a tenant, but I don't think that's a bad thing because in, in the bigger scheme of things, we're all just travelers through, we're all just visitors. We don't really, you know, own anything. I mean, it's, it doesn't really, yes, it could be yours, but it's, is it really, it's just like, it's, it's stardust, aren't we all? And, um, I think the, I think for people who have children, that might be the weirdest one too, because it's kind of like, if you don't believe in reincarnation or if you don't believe that people came in or that like someone, a child came in and chose a certain family, right. Or you did, you chose your family. You think, well, they're like really related to me and that's, and they had me and then they had my other siblings and then those siblings and, or me that, you know, they, they, they had children and it, the legacy keeps going. And I think that's kind of a strange thing. It's, it's, a, it's an interesting thing because I think there's a little bit of a, a duality with that. Like, is it, so are we just stardust? Are we just do, or do we own things? Do we have a legacy? Um, I don't, I mean, I'm a little bit torn on, on what, uh, that, that all is and could mean. I think we assign meaning to things and therefore like chief says, if you don't assign the meaning or give meaning something or words on paper, then it gets assigned for you. And that is why it's so great to be a postmaster writing our own contracts because we can make our own definitions. We can define our own things. We can put our own word terms on there on each, on each of those contracts and help navigate our lives in that way. And then hopefully we're better communicating with other postmasters out there and also with uh, making clear what our needs are and then a better world. Therefore, I think one of the coolest things that I heard a postmaster say recently, a boarding postmaster say recently, was that he had been down many rabbit holes, been down a lot of different rabbit holes. And the thing that he, he did was he, he thought through each rabbit hole and each like sovereign movement thing. And he, he, he played it out in his mind and he kind of got to a dead end on each one, except for chief's venue. And that's where he said, Oh yeah, I, I can see a future in this. I can see where this might lead. I, I can, I can 
um, move myself into a future now space with this method. And I thought that was really unique. I've not, I've not heard it put like that before, almost like this gives us hope for a, a, a great future or a new earth. So that is not, um, that is not stunted by people who really don't want to create and um, live optimally. I love that picture of the ice wall, Eric. Thanks for that. That's cool. What lies beyond? What lies beyond the wall or the ice walls? Who knows? Could it like Gilligan's Island or something, right? We're just on some, we're all on just really on islands floating in an island of vastness space. Or who knows if it's just like it's that quantum thing where like we just have our now space is what it is and that it doesn't exist when we're not thinking of it. <laughs> the good thing about coming together here is that when I know that you guys are having an experience in your now space and you send pictures of it and stuff like that, that it's like it opens up a portal into that space, into that place. And so that is kind of unique. All right, taking a look here in the chat. If you're just joining us now, welcome, welcome. Enrique says, we can only truly own what we can take with us. Yeah, well, what is that? What is that? Because you wonder, you gotta wonder if we're like wiped clean with our, you know, with, with our mind and our thoughts and our, <laughs> do we have our, do we even have that? Because do we don't have our thoughts if they don't, if we get amnesia or if we just don't get that every time we're born or wherever, you know, let's just say we become angels or stardust or whatever. Like, do we lose that consciousness ever really fully or do we maintain bits of it or pieces of it? So I don't know, maybe, maybe we do continue with um, some of that knowledge somewhere. I mean, if it's all consciousness, right, we're, we're, we're growing and potentially as a collective. So, and I think that's what 2024 year of the dragon is, is it's, it's a collective movement and we get to come together in, in that way, the collection, the collective gets to navigate a little bit whereas maybe in past times it was more of um it was the collective was more asleep perhaps all right so anyhow i want to say welcome to you guys i'm looking at the chat here i'm seeing some familiar faces and some familiar names Happy that you guys are back. And if you haven't joined us in a while, thanks for tuning in. It's always good to see you guys on here. All right. So what I wanted to do also was tonight's going to be just kind of casual, but I did want to play for you one of the recent shorts that was uh, created by one of our media team, media street team members 
who does our amazing videos. So let's get that one loaded up here. It's the one on the shipping communication war. And it was one of my favorites. Let me see here, shorts. This one is not loaded yet. Okay, I'll bring it back to here. And let me find it on Chief's channel. I know someone had posted it in the chat recently. Yes, thank you. But I need to get it on here. Okay, here we go, guys. Take a listen to this. We'll kind of break it down once we listen to it. It is four minutes long. So I may just uh, stop it along the way if I find something of uh, we want to talk about. But if not, uh, we'll wait till the whole thing plays. Here we go. Everything is semantics, everything is communication, and our ability to control our words. And once you comprehend that you are in a shipping communication war. We created a new technology, which is it's called natural language processing. It is a artificial intelligence, machine learning uh, ability to create meaning out of words in order to map everything that everyone says on the internet and create this vast topography topography of how communities are organized online who the major influences are what they're talking about what narratives are emerging or trending and to be able to create this sort of target and and uh and how information moves through an ecosystem and so they began plotting the language the prefixes the suffixes the popular terms the slogans what was your very first clue that something's off here and it's in the grammar? When I was really young, when I was in first and second grade, I uh, went to summer school for three summers, first, second, third grade. I was in a private Christian school and I was taught sense diagrams. Because cognizant that there was a manipulation about these words. So I did as best I could at the time to study words wasn't hip to the prefixes or suffixes. I didn't know about root words and I didn't comprehend. I didn't have the dictionary access like I did it later on in life to where I could read like in fiction, read like Noah Webster's 1828 and read all about the prefixes and suffixes and what makes words and the laws of bracketing and all the things that italicize words or misspelled the contract. And I mean, just all the things, changing fonts, light of hand, a lot of crazy things that uh, you know different dictionaries have out there but you got to read the fine print everything is semantics everything is communication and our ability to control our words and once you comprehend that you are in a shipping communication world and you look at the math functions of being in the quantum of the now space well it's a no-brainer right right why would you want to have these past tense suffixes why would you want to move yourself out of time and space Looking at the prefixes and the past tense suffixes, and the past tense suffixes are like an ED at the end of the world. ED moves you into the past. So does United have now time jurisdiction? No. ED, the suffix, means to move you into a past tense scenario. It moves you out of the quantum of the now. Now the quantum is a breaking down of the quanta, which is the pluralisms that allowed everything to come to its least common denominator point to come to a conclusion about what the fact is now.
And we're seeing that in the court systems now where the judges are following the protocol, doing a very good job and trained it very well globally, where they're saying nobody's presenting any facts here. We can, this is false and misleading. And so they're, they're throwing out good people that probably have good volition to fix society, but throwing out their lawsuits right and left under, well, you're not bringing any facts here and everybody's confused. When you start studying prefixes to words, yeah. right, all of a sudden you look at yourself and most people go down to the bank and do a deposit, right? But the prefix DE means to separate from your deposit or your position. Then the bank turns around and hands you a receipt, but the prefix RE means no. So they give you nothing back, which now gives third party access to your account because you can't prove you have funds. All right. Great, great video. Actually, that is not a short video. That's why it wasn't on the shorts, but it is on Keith's YouTube channel. And someone did post it here below. So you guys can, if you want, share it. All right. One sec while I get navigating my headset here. I'll be right back. All right, give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. Okay, I'm on my headset now, so I just had to move, change posiciones. You know how that is. Good to go. Awesome. Okay. So I wanted to see from you guys what you thought were some of the takeaways from that audio. Some I know I have a few, but I was just gonna see what what stood out to you. Some of you guys are new to channel. Some of you guys are postmasters and familiar with this, but either way, I thought there were some great takeaways. And curious, go ahead and type them in the chat what your takeaways were, or feel free to raise your hand and come on if you want to be so bold as to get on the line live and tell us directly. Love to have you on. Jared says the AI is syntaxing. Okay. Yeah. They are training the algorithms, the AI algorithms to, to break down things, to break down language. It's, it is in itself. Algorithms are language. I thought one of the takeaways that I had from it was when Chief said that he that he people are going into courts. They're good people. And they're presenting the fact, but they're presenting their arguments, but they're not defining their words and they're not defining the facts. And so they're being defined for them and their cases are being thrown out. So, yeah. <laughs> they're not getting any relief. Mm hmm. Jeremiah says, I ponder the word he was looking for up in the videos. Oh, subjugate. No, don't, don't, uh, don't worry about that. Was, don't worry about the, 
the word that that was on the video. Sometimes it's just B-roll. Maria says, stop speaking in the past. Yes, using ED. Why would we want? I thought that was interesting too, right? The past tense and the uh, future, the prefixes and suffixes are moving us out of the now space. Yeah, that's very, very interesting. Uh, we the people, who do I have on? Would you like to say a few words? Welcome. Yeah, thank you. My first time being here, and I greatly appreciate the channel already with what you're talking about. So I wanted to ask you, uh, as a postmaster, and you to correct me if I'm wrong or not, uh, I have not found any remedy through the uh, the courts or the banks, per se, if you want, if you will. Can we utilize uh, the enforcement of the postmaster on the uh, using our uh, using certified return registered receipt uh, uh, mail process? I think it's a good question. You're so you're saying you don't have your claim of the life, and you're looking for post to use postmaster skills without the the the. The being able to state the claim with the claim of the life is that what I'm hearing? Okay, so the claim of the state the claim of the life. I'm not familiar with that. Is that something I, that I have to? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, so basically, what I hear you saying is that you know you're you're looking for some remedy. You're looking for some some course of action how to safeguard yourself and present or state a claim against for something that you're you're looking to do, right? So like we're we're at that place and you're at a place where we get a lot of people with that position. They're in that position or let, let's say some people have gotten their children taken away or from child protective services, or they have, um, they have, uh, they're in the middle of some battle that's been ongoing, or a divorce, or something vicious, like you know that's happening. And so, chief is very clear, as you can see from this video. It's very he he explains it pretty briefly in this, which is uh, there's a longer podcast if you want to listen to it um, with Andy Powell. But basically. I was just listening to a, 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 another podcast from a few years ago, just freshening up the, my perception of this exact concept that you're talking about. And it was talking basically about the fact that if you're trying, because what I said earlier was that be a postmaster on your contracts, control your contracts or you will be controlled. And so from what I gather, what you're saying is if you start to do some of the performances of, of mailing with register mail or certified mail or however you're going to try to mail your stuff, does that then give you any sort of safeguard or does that give you any sort of position against these rogue entities? And the, the, the answer is straight up no. <laughs> Sadly. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And the and the and the reasoning is a little bit of what if you go back and listen to this when you when you come back in, but uh when, when sorry, when I post it, go go listen, go listen again. And I think the words might hit a little harder. But we 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 people come into this venue 
because they they realize that the old system is is dead it's gone it's done and so if you're going to go try to use systems or methods in inside a dead system then you could likely get harvested i mean that it's designed to be harvesting you so use caution but also be smart about it that is not something that uh, we even postmasters want to be doing is going into rogue court court systems so it, it's it's a it's a it's a system right now it's a world a fiction world out there that is is very unforgiving because it's living in almost like a chaos there is no like i had said earlier and again i i recommend that you go back and listen to it there there is there if there is no constitution because it's written it was written fictitious, fictitiously or it has expired because of the bankruptcies how can there be any laws or how can how can you have any rights so you're if you think you're trying to go back into that system with with rights and amendments and this and that how is that possible if it if it doesn't i'm just going to put this out to you because like maybe you comprehend the venue or not what chief has done or not but just in general logically if a system is fake or it doesn't exist or it's expired how are you going to have any recourse for lack of better words in that system that's why i use the analogy it's like going up on a uh, into a theater uh, like into a play with actors and thinking you could bring up a bring a court case like let's just say that the, the play is about judges or something and you go up on stage you literally walk out of the audience and you go on stage and you actually try to state a claim and like have present your your case to the to the to, to the judges who are actors up there it, it it's like a monty python it doesn't even it doesn't work it doesn't exist so first of all there there's I, i'm just trying to get you to kind of i'm painting a picture so that you can you can really get it does that piece make sense to you yes I, I, so i am i know i comprehend with regard to the constitution is currently we're under continuity of government but however confederation trump the uh the constitution of 1776 for the republic um so that is my what i'm falling back on and what uh, president trump has uh issued with his executive orders for enforcement so i've utilized that in regards to the clerk of court uh and i i, I totally where i'm on the same page as you with these uh these foreign entities because anything uh, the state of, uh, like the state of North Dakota or California, Cal the state of Cal of, I'm sorry, California, state of anything, state of is a foreign entity on U.S. soil, like what similar to, very similar to Washington, D.C. So in my experience now, if I may share that is I did have the clerk of court uh, retire a couple of days uh, utilizing my paperwork breaking through this, you know, this matrix 
I um, I'm also, uh, uh, if you will, have a, a status change, and I also uh, have the uh, hyphen my name, first name, uh, middle name, last name, as everyone seems to be writing on this uh, on this channel as well. But I, and correct me if I'm wrong, I thought I heard that the postmaster has more jurisdiction over these courts. Uh, well, JU means law, and there are no laws. So there's... Uh -huh. You know, I, 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 again, it's like the wild, wild west. It's like you walked into a Looney Tunes and you're trying to use these techniques in that Looney Tune world. Does that make sense? It, it, it's, you can, you, you, you're gonna, you might have some wins here, some th things there. It's, it's, it's a casino. It's casino rules. This is, you're, you're walking into a casino. You, they might think that you know a little, but, you, you, this is why we don't, this is why chief says, don't do everything you can to stay out of the courts because at, they're going to keep testing you until, until what, until you, till one, someone's got a draw and, and, and it's most likely going to be you that doesn't. Okay. And cause they know all the tricks, they know all the traps and they know, and as chief says, they trained him and he trained them. So they know, they already get it that they're operating with derelict birth certificate slaves who yeah. are very limited in their knowledge. And one wrong move and that could put you in the wrong spot. And you're, you get caught up in usuries, you get caught up in with their money, with their bonds, with their everything, surety, all of that. It you 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 are going to slip up somewhere because they're way better at this than most any citizen. I mean, look at David Strait's wife is in jail. How how is that possible? I thought he was the man. Exactly. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, wait, the man himself couldn't even safeguard his wife. And, and I mean, no disrespect to them because I, I don't know them. But that does. But for somebody who was a student who showed up at Chief's class and then went and go try to be someone like him and teach the people how to go back into the court system when chief says stay out they're rogue don't do that get you know and and then creates his own system and then his wife is in jail i mean i i find that is very startling and if that's not a red flag you know um right yep so use caution if you're going to be going i mean heed he hark <laughs> Like any one of us, any one of these, if you guys are a postmaster on this call, how many times have you guys heard chief say, stay out of the courts? Is that not the main thing that he says, stay out of the courts? It's the, it's the number one thing because they are rogue. They, they're, they're harvesting machines. 
Yes. Thank you, Brian. They are closed. They are actually a closed system. They have no flag to be standing on. They have no authorization to be operating. They are indeed closed right now. There is a closed entity. That wasn't always the case. Chief went into many courts and that's, you know, when he was educating and getting educated, uh, training the judges and so on and so forth. They were, they were teaching each other. They were learning about, about each other's systems and chief is teaching them. And by teaching them, he means sometimes that all of the things that he did in different locations, they learned from him because they weren't clued in. They were compartmentalized, but they sure as heck figured it out and learned when he was presented in front of them among other things where he just straight up educated them. So keep that in mind. If you're trying to go back in, you're, there are consequences to it. It's just a matter of when. Um, look, if you, if you had one win and you're out and stay out, like, great, congratulations. Uh, you know, it was luck. And, but that's what they do. Ask the postmasters here. That's what they do. They like to test you. And they like to, um, they like to see, and it's not even just the, po the fiction that likes to test you. It's God. And you're, you're, I know some postmasters that will want to test themselves. And it's just like, why did you call that in? Why did you ask for that? Because now you've got to show knowledge and get yourself out of that and use your best skill. And a lot of times that is, uh, is, is, is severely lacking, not because it's, it's just, there's just, they operate in so many nasty capacities that there's just, it's almost like, but, but then again, it, it, it's always the same game. It's, that's why we, that's why when you get your claim of the life, you gain access because the claim of the life gives you authorization to be learning quantum grammar and and in the the quantum grammar you also get to learn those titles the title codes that are in quantum grammar and in those title codes that are quantum grammar you use those to state your claim you have a foundation and the fiction is aware of title codes but they need to be reminded of them and educated on how they they work in the now space, in the quantum grammar. But they do honor titles. They do honor the titles, as we know. And they do honor the codes of contracting because they, too, participate in that world. It's just that they are... Have you ever seen the movie um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Have you guys ever seen that movie, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Have you seen that? What's your name? I have. Uh, I have seen it. it. It's been a number of years old. But I would like. Yeah, to go go back and see that. You can watch either of those. Go back and watch Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxies, and look at all the bureaucracy that's going on with the the alien people. Look at all that bureaucracy that's happening, where they're stamping. They're all postmasters, and they stamp things, and they need authorization. If they don't have authorization, you have to go to someone else to get the authorization to get the authorization to get the authorization. It's it's. It's the perfect sample of, of the, the bureaucratic BS 
that is going on, but they still honor it. They still, because they want to be the postmaster on the contract. They want to be the one in charge of the shipping. They want to have the contract. It's just that when they come up against someone who is in that position and has a position to state a claim and can show them that their claim is actually fraudulent and that they need to uh, make way for the the postmaster with the flag and who's able to state a claim, they tend to uh, get out of the way. Because fact and fiction can never meet, that means that let's just say you try to go back into court. Maybe Chief can get back in because he knows the mechanics, but you, they might dismiss. Well, a postmaster, they might dismiss because they don't want to try it a fact. They can't. So in fact, those postmasters who are actually winning aren't going into court for that very reason because fact and fiction cannot meet and they will um, give way to the, uh, the the facts. Now that doesn't mean that they don't make, consider that a win for them because they didn't have to try it in their in their closed court system. Hope that makes a little bit of sense. Oh yeah, that's, uh, I've been myself trying to stay out of court. All my uh, paperwork has been agree with what you're saying mm -hmm. well you don't you don't have to agree so much as let's let it let it absorb in go back and listen and then then go back and listen to chief's things and listen to how he says it and uh when he he talks about those things because i know it is a hard pill to swallow boy do i know you guys is it a hard pill to swallow to think that chief did everything he said and actually controls, is the boss man, like controls the planet in that regard? I mean, that, that's a big pill. It's a huge pill. It doesn't go down well with a lot of people. But when people realize it was done with the correct volition and that it was done in order to f free the world, it, 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 they they don't judge him for doing it so much because that is, he wasn't exactly thinking about how it was going to look. It was just that no one was there to kind of help and no one was there to like, it wasn't like he had a committee of, you know, a hundred people saying, okay, this is how we're going to do it. It wasn't like, you know, a big marketing thing. And they're like, okay, and then we're going to roll this out. No, he was like literally surviving and trying to stay alive and beat these systems and he did the best he could with what he had and it is what it is and so we're you know we're on the other end as postmasters kind of trying to pick up the pieces and be like wait what what just happened <laughs> like all right let's put this back together let's let's help chief and let's let's actually start learning how to take accountability on our own lives and our own worlds i mean it's it's not, you know, a lot of people like to judge him, but that's just so unfair because it's like, well, what, what would they have done in his situation? That, that is, can't even imagine. We don't even know the half of how and what he did because it's just, he doesn't shared it all with us yet. 
but uh, like I said, we've got we've got the we've got the volition and we've got the basics of the closure. I mean, this is we're so early. We're the ones showing up early, and we're the we're the studious ones to try to to like I said, piece this world back together that he that got shattered and broke through to a new paradigm of of how to think and how to position ourselves in order to make sense of what we now are, what we now have accountability over. See here, looking at the chat, there was a question. Oh, uh, will the courts ever be reeled in by chief? I don't know what reeled in means. I think of like a fishing rod and we're like reeling it in. <laughs> Who cares? You become your own court. Like, why do you need a court system? That's what chief says, said, you know, like what? he's got a whole system, your market trade port. You don't need the courts. Why are we so conditioned to think that the courts, we need the courts. Aren't you... Aren't we good enough to be accountable, good people? And granted, the criminals are the ones that aren't going to come over into this world. They they won't like the now space. They won't like the accountability. It doesn't. I, I've seen it firsthand. And I know some of the postmasters on here have seen it where we have pe had people come into the venue who aren't ready and they get spit back out. For one reason or the other, I mean, it could just be that the that the that the fiction grabs onto them and pushes them into a another vortex, pulls them into another vortex, and they just can't. They don't have the the volition and the knowledge to hold on to to their um, quantum position or their postmaster position. But then when they come back with their tail between their legs, they they start studying again and they really are. I've I've seen people take uh, 180s and it's it's really nice. It's nice to see people take 180s and, and, and really grow because that's what this is about. <laughs> we all have to grow or we go and then we come back, you know. Let's see here. I'm reading some of your questions in the chat. Enrique says, courts are like navigating a minefield. How many mistakes can you make in a minefield? That's a good point. That's, it's pretty dangerous. Yeah, Brian, we want to deal directly. Don't you want to work directly with the, the, with the people who are, you're having, some issues with in your alliance or concerns with, wouldn't that be the nice way? And, and I have said this before, but in many cultures and primitive cultures or cultures prior, there's actually a thing called cultural shunning. They will shun you and walk someone who's done something bad out of the, the village or the town and let them go live on their own for a while or go somewhere else. I mean, it's like a thing. <laughs> It's just we've lost touch with our moral compass. And so we think we need remedy from a rogue court system, but that was only designed to move the slaves. So hope that answers your question, Deb. 
All right, let's see here. Brian says, trying to get the entities to perform. It's like pulling teeth over and over. I need to minder them, memory minder them to act. It takes a command with proper credentials to even be heard. Well, I would say, what exactly are you talking about, Brian? Because um, I say less struggle, more snuggle. If we think things are going to be difficult, they usually are. But uh, we really have to wrap our minds around training our con subconscious so that we don't have those types of thought patterns so that we don't manifest it. Kind of a conundrum. Andrew asks, hello, can someone give closure on what Chief has said about crypto and quantum financial system? Are there videos where he addresses these topics? Yeah, there's, they're kind of sprinkled all throughout. But I would say the one, one of the interesting things is my friend said to me, yeah, what's, when's he going to, when's he going to um, bring forward all the banking and like, is you know, when's the RV going to happen and Nassar Gassara? And I'm just thinking to myself, it's interesting because the friends that I have that might ask these questions are sometimes the ones that need money. And I, so I have this feeling that like, it's somehow a loaded question related to taking the burden off of them and their strife, financial strife in order to have this abundance, the abundance, the money, the monetary wealth. And then that way they don't have to figure out their own life. And so Keep in mind, this is not some sort of safe uh, savior position. That and there's, as Chief has said, there's just so many bad guys out there. Like, why would he open his bank right now again? It's it's just proven to be there's just too many thieves out there who who can't. Uh, the condition of mind uh, is not is not well enough yet, even though there are many good postmasters with claims of life. So as far as uh, cryptocurrency, you're right now most, I mean, all of it's in fiction. You're pretty much gambling, you know, go, so go buy Bitcoin. It's a gamble. Nobody said it wasn't. You, uh, you know, I don't know what that, that guy, uh, in South America who moved to El Salvador, the financial guy, do you guys know what I'm, uh, I forget his name, but he's like the big Bitcoin guy. And, uh, <laughs> he moved to El Salvador and he's like, Hey, crypto course. No, you guys, it, it's backed by nothing. And it's just, I mean, I shouldn't, I'm not a financial person, but I sure ha shouldn't be educating people on cryptocurrencies. I mean, I don't feel qualified, but like, hello, they're not backed by anything. So what is it backed by? Like people's words. We know how well that went last time with fiat currency. So, I mean, come on, guys. Like cryptocurrency. What's the currency? What is the, it's just a digital currency. And a lot of people think that the digital, the cryptocurrency, the Bitcoin thing was all just a CIA operative uh, movement where they get people ready for the digital world. And they're like, maybe it started out with like a, a good idea. And I'm not saying there aren't cool cryptos that don't have assets or values backed behind them, but I'm just saying that like, it's still written in fiction, but I'm just saying that like some people do think that that was like an entire psyop in order to get the 
all the people, like the people who were on the fence about digital currencies or uh, fiat currencies, you get the rest of them, you get the young people, you get the you get the doubters and you get them into digital currency thinking it's all decentralized. And then whammy, everybody moves into digital currency. There's there's that possibility that uh, it's all just to familiarize everybody and get people like used to it. And they're like, oh, look how popular that is. Look how catchy that is. Everybody likes, everybody likes that. So surely that will work when we move them into that system. So... I don't know. Have you ever held a couple gold coins? That's kind of fun. That's kind of nice. It's uh, it's a little different feel than hoping that you turn on your computer and your digital currency is there in the morning. I'm not saying that's not convenient. All right. Colin Janice, you would like to say a few words. You're on, lady. Welcome. Go ahead and unmute yourself if you'd like to speak. In the meantime, I got Amanda on here too. Amanda, you want to say a few words? Hello. Hey. Hi. Can you hear me? Rachel, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you now. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Okay. Um, thank you so much for the opportunity. Now I have two uh, queries. Um, the, the first one is, um, I was trying to find out about the bounty seekers. Are we, uh, can you still sign up for that? I, or has the amicus task force kind of taken over that aspect of it? Mm, no, not, it, it's a different, uh, the, the Amicus Task Force, they write uh, the stop and correct letters and send those out to people who, fiction who needs to, to stop and correct. But the bounty hunters are, let's just say there's not a lot of people in the world who have the level of expertise and experience who, who are patri true patriots and who also comprehend the quantum grammar who are also postmasters. I mean, there's, and who potentially aren't agents. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of, it, it, it's, it's been a challenge for chief plus his email for that got hacked. I think there was a lot of, um, under, um, qualified people that really genuinely are patriots and that do want to help, but just didn't have the experience. And so it's not to say that that won't continue to to happen, but I would say uh, if anyone is interested in that, um, you know, they could still email media at fortheclaimofthelife.com and I will do my best to push that forward back to Chief to get that in his hands. Okay, um, because I do have experience in law enforcement. I was a sheriff's deputy. And then about... I dealt with a lot of health issues and that's kind of what got me on this road. Um, and essentially in 2018, I was given a terminal diagnosis and got on the path on trying to, um, you know, just discharge that and get my estate together. Boy, did I swallow a big pill. I had no clue. 
Um, I'm not going to get into the story too long. Anyway, I spent the last five years essentially being in and out of the system on the other side and used it as kind of like a military training for me. Um, understanding the system, understanding the hierarchical nature, um, understanding the weaknesses, the strengths, the, the types of systems that they used within, right? So I have a little bit of background, and that's why I was really interested in that. Um, I spent five years getting beat down, and I would say this last year, I, I, have, I successfully removed myself from the usury system. Um, and essentially I got, I, I just received the claim of the life, um, but I'm trying to get back into the commerce aspect of it. I don't know how to operate in commerce. Um, but I am removed from the Admiralty Maritime usury system that they had. Um, the second thing that I wanted to talk about is now I have been trying to get a claim of the life for two years almost two years. Um, I was on disability. I ended up being on disability. I realized that once I removed myself from all the systems, that Social Security was the last part, it was the last class of jurisdiction that they had over me. So I filed several documents and removed myself stopped getting payment. I lived less than $1,000 a month for four years, four and a half years, and removed myself from that. So um, let me get back to my health. I, what do you know? I am no longer, I no longer have a terminal illness. So I was like, okay, this is my time to not really, since I'm out of the system, <clears throat> really, um, concentrate on using my energy as currency, what I have to give, what I have to offer. And um, it's been very difficult. And I think I, I tried to email every email I could find on you guys, um, trying to get answers, trying to get questions and never got a response. I finally did in August of 2022, reach out to uh, Clarence hyphen genius Colin Good and spoke with him and I've spoken with him several times since. So he's kind of got an idea of the whole path that I've taken. So I decided to get back into usury and get a regular job. So that way I could buy the claim of the life. And within like two months, I had no car. I was living with somebody, you know, um, essentially taking care of an elderly couple for a room and board. And um, so I got back into the usury system to get a job, and I'd say within two months, I was able to buy a car. I had just moved out um, into my own place, and then, boom, because I don't wear tags on my car, and I got pulled over coming home from work and ended up going into the system. I never gave them my name. I asked questions. I was very calm and I was ambushed. They didn't like the questions. I was ambushed. I never said anything. Um, I never, I never gave them my name and everything that I had learned with my own knowledge and experience and then being able to study everything that I saw uh, with, with uh, Chief 
it all came together. Like all the dots finally connected and I stood my ground and I did not surrender my flag. My, I was beaten. I was, my fingers, my fingerprints were stolen from me. I was um, undressed and reclothed in their uniforms. I was thrown in isolation. I refused to go to court. I stood my ground and um, they ended up keeping me for 148 days in isolation and they're very horrible but they couldn't prosecute me they no pros the case and essentially you know i got i was out of it so um i tried to in what little information i had because my car had been stolen what had happened i wasn't quite i had actually gone back to the courthouse and tried to create a motion for the judge to release my vehicle. And when I went to the court, I used the proper mechanics in where I request, I brought, well at the time, of course I didn't have a claim of a life, but I had my birth certificate. So I requested staff to please escort me in, um, ask them if I had permission in port. Um, I got to educate the lieutenant um, that was handling the court security about admiralty law. And, you know, so he assisted me everywhere. So I was able to operate, like get in the motion of, hey, look, you know, I'm not a U.S. citizen. This is a foreign vessel. And I, you know, I am neutral in this port. And, you know, it was, it was very calm and it was so different. I totally, it was like snap because then I was respected. It was almost like I was shown respect because of those mechanics. So make a long story short, I ended up, because I lost everything, lost my job, lost my place, lost my car. I came up to Missouri and trying to start a new life, I got a new job. And um, I finally was able to get a claim of a life. Now, I am someone who, if something is wrong, I stand up and I get myself in trouble because I can't let it go. Not, not, and, and this is the situation is God is putting me, I believe he's teaching me on how to now operate and to choose my words carefully in, in confronting people and confronting leadership and things of that nature. Well, um, so now I find that this company I worked for, um, they're doing some illegal illegal practices and on my taxes i am registered as a non-citizen national so well let I'm me stop you. let me yeah let me stop you right there because i i got a got a bunch of questions that i'm getting behind on 20 deep in the in the chat i can appreciate where you're coming from as i said if you want to email media at for the claim of the life.com um and you want to send some of your qualifications written to the chief i will see if i can get it to him that's pretty ballsy what you did but i uh again i, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that people be uh but doing what you did but uh, you got to do it the hard way but i can't get into the the semantics of any more of your story on this call but I think it was, right. like I said, just from what you said, a lot. So if you don't yeah, mind, just taking this offline. Uh, I, yes, I'll, I'll do that. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I appreciate, I appreciate your, your story and coming forward with 
as much as you have done. There are, I mean, like I said, Amanda, that was pretty ballsy of you. And um, I just think that uh, Chief needs powerful, strong people around him who who have some guiones. And a lot of times what we find is they come into this venue and they realize because they lack knowledge that they've got to go back to the drawing board and keep studying and before they can bring forward their skills and their mission to the planet. It's not like he doesn't need you guys. He needs you. He needs us. But he also needs us to to make sure that we're doing it correctly. And with that, it, you're right, Amanda, that means sometimes we got to we got to work on being more neutral as claimants, as postmasters. And in that neutrality, when we find that space, when we truly find that space, when we're under pressure, when we're under the gun, okay, when when we're faced with something that seems by a public civil or a civil servant or by somebody who a cop or of that nature, when we're when the pressure is on, that's when we we truly are tested and with with the neutral position that we learn to take because we're not at war. And Chief has made that clear. We are just claimants in a war scenario, a war theater, but we are neutral when we really truly learn and not to blame, not to blame them for, for their ignorance and for their lack of knowledge. I mean, we're learning too, but yeah, but they're more in the, in the, lack of knowledge position that once we truly learn that neutral position without the edge, without the anger, without getting upset for educating them and the time and, and energy it takes for us to educate them. Yeah. Then I think the paradigms start to shift. The world start to shift. And as I have said before on this call and many times that I have seen people come in, they have, they, they then they leave and then they come back in and sometimes they're a changed person for the better that they can withhold the and and continue to take a, a different position in the quantum venue than they had before pre prior because that um maybe this time they're ready or maybe something in the universe has shifted for them so um just keep that in mind guys this is Chief needs us to study. He needs us to learn. He needs us to figure this out and put our best thinking caps on. And I have to constantly remind him, like, we're not you. We don't, you know, it's not, it's not that easy for us. Like, keep teaching us. Like, keep, I know it might seem like you're saying something and dumbing it down a lot, but dumb it down more, <laughs> you know? So, like, give it to us straight like tell us a thousand times say it in a different way so so that is that is a real thing that we have to keep doing with chief because he just so in it he can't it's hard for him to see our positions and see how uh how we just don't get certain angles of and comprehensions of, of something that seems so simple for him Maria asks, will step seven 
is it going to have a method on handling doctor and, and nurses and professional licenses, which I think is a great question. Uh, or my, if you guys haven't seen the little video on YouTube about uh, Tenpenny, Dr. Tenpenny, or I don't even know if she's a doctor anymore because I think they grabbed her license. But Tenpenny was talking to Chief. He was, she was asking good questions. And then next thing you know, she went the state rational route. And then this last year or last year, they, they went after her license and they did some little game with her and she acted like so surprised. And I was, I was thinking like, well, I don't know why I heard you on the call. I don't know why you got convinced to go to be, uh, you know, something else when, when they were just, you know, that that's sad. You made the wrong choice and you should have, she should have listened to her gut and asked, even asked more questions or fault did a follow-up call. But a lot of doctors, uh, we find that they just, they just don't get it because they're so doctrinated that they can't comprehend that their license doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah, they're a doctor because they did get, go to school and get educated and they have certain skills and expertise, but they, I don't, I think it's harder for them because they did all that and they actually want to believe in a system that upholds their license. And so it's hard for them to step out of that. It's hardest for them and the lawyers to step out of that and actually move into a postmaster in the claim of the life position where that doesn't exist anymore. But that doesn't mean that they can't operate still. And there are ways of doing that. And we do have doctors and lawyers in in the venue. It's just that they know the fraud. They know where it's fraudulent. They know how to safeguard their own lives. and But they're still trying to help their clients to the best of their abilities. Now, at some point, Chief will um, be able to do, you know, different programs for doctors and, and nurses at a whole different level when there's when there's enough of them but uh and we get so you know we get approached by uh teams of doctors every so often that are kind of realizing that they're hitting it a wall and that they're not having any sort of uh of recourse re recourse course of action for for their damages but that they 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 need to um, I don't know, sorry I'm just kind of lost track of where I was going with all that but uh, I think oh yeah I was gonna say step seven uh, but but chief has also been adamant about saying that every everyone who is a doctor or nurse that wants to get their claim of life, go get it, but also put your safeguards into place. Position yourself as a fact, position yourself as a postmaster, get ahead of that on all of your usuries so that they can't come forward and try to boss you around and state their claims because their claims are fiction and fraud. Okay, I hope that makes sense. Jeremiah asks, what are my thoughts on the eclipse coming up April 8th, I believe? Wow. Hang on tight, guys. I feel like we're on for a special ride this time. Mm. Let's just get through this next eclipse coming in April and then through to the fall when we go back into Aquarius. I think we pop out for a little bit on the astrological side. And so things could get a little bit rocky. So just as we had said, I've, as I've said, and I think it was the last uh, two podcasts ago, 
just continue staying grounded, doing things to stay grounded, ground yourself. I just recently got some, ordered some uh, Egyptian rods or some, uh, you know, grounding rods. Uh, you can get some copper tubing and fill them with quartz crystals. You can get galvanized iron and fill it as well. You hold a copper rod in one and a uh, galvanized uh, iron in the other. Or galvani I, I, I believe you can get, uh, you can use silver as well, but silver is a little bit more expensive as a rod to hold. But any grounding technique that you want to do, whether that's breathing or eating root vegetables, uh, Google it. But yeah, there are definitely things at bay. And I think we get to choose the realities we're living in. It can be a very, very basic 3D life where everything, you know, is tangible and looks like if, you know, it just looks like what it is. Or I kind of was going through this myself where I'm like talking to some of my more spiritual friends and mentors and existing on these higher planes with, you know, the dragons and the, the good dragons and the, the eclipses in the energy world. And then I'm back like working in the garden and it's just like dirt and I mean, physical, the physical, like water and have like a fount, a bird bath with like, a, got a little fountain going in there. And it's just, this is very 3D physical. And so I think it's good to have a handle on both, but it does get a little confusing sometimes. It's like, which is it? Or are we still living in that spiritual plane? Is that still happening or are we just going to have a nice little existence where, you know, everything's very by the book, physical nature, paperwork, you know, mechanics of the stamp, it just very visceral, right? So which, which fifth, fifth dimension is a little bit more esoteric, a little bit more, uh, you know, you kind of notice something out of the corner of your eye, that sort of thing. Like when the neighbor's horse was neighing last week and I'm the full moon was going, I'm thinking like, is something really happening or is the horse just neighing? Right? Like, which is it? So we're, I feel like we're kind of jumping. You asked, uh, um, Jeremiah, what do I think about the eclipse? Well, I think right now we're kind of jumping, we're jumping timelines. We're jumping in dimensions in and out in our, in. So that would be my assessment of that. And so hold on tight. Amanda asks how to sign on to the Amicus Task Force. And to do that, you just, uh, once you have your claim of the life, you'll get access into our Step 7 Postmasters portal. And it has an Amicus uh, sign up right there, application. Uh, we will be taking on some, uh, inviting in some new members into the task force this coming spring here. So we'll be doing that in the next month or so. Thanks for clarifying, Andrew. Uh, I get that there are some questions about the crypto and and so on and so forth. But um, Chief, again, does, can't really support crypto because, again, like most of it's just written in fiction or it's a fiction program, you know, backed by fiction assets, which are hallmarked gold or if, even if it is a, a, an asset, it's still hallmarked hallmarked in the fiction. 
So, I mean, there is that problem. So his, his, he has the, the, if anyone has seen chief's medals, his medals have, uh, are hallmarked with quantum grammar, which is stating facts on metal, which is like a whole different paradigm and a whole different conversation. I'm not prepared to have tonight, but just know that those words are powerful in the quantum grammar stated as facts and with authorizations, authorization codes on his money. All right. If you're just tuning in or have tuned in recently, and I think there's some of you guys in the chat just not sure where we are right now on this, that's okay. I will post the audio save and you can listen to that. And you can also just go to lastflagstanding.com and watch the documentaries there. Lots of YouTube videos connected in on that website as well. And you'll just kind of have to start from ground zero, but thanks for joining in. All right, let's see here. Christian says, good morning, greetings from the constitutional second German empire. <laughs> well, former German empire. All right, let's see, going down the chat. Hey, I see Judy posted the War Castles uh, link and it looks like War Castles is up there with some of the views. Although who knows with those views, I think they're suppressed and not really uh, the correct ones anyway, but. All right, let me take a sip of water. Kimberly asks how a postmaster can state a claim for their inheritance. And I think that is something about two things on that. One thing is I know Chief is not publicly uh, talking about legacy stuff right now. But as far as uh, inheriting or safeguarding what you might have, safeguarding your things, your possessions, then um, there's a couple things you could do. One is you'll definitely want to go to the workshops that are on that because I know some of the people have those same questions. we got that handled at some of the workshops. And then secondly, there is the making sure you're a postmaster on some of your basic usuries. Now that will only take you so far. And then of course you've got to really keep, uh, you, you, that is definitely a bigger question that I don't have the wherewithal to be answering on this or even solving for you on this call. So there's just a couple of notes on that for you. I hope that helps a little bit. All right. Brian, I don't know. Can you be classified as a chaotic neutral? <laughs> Better just to be classified as neutral. Fiction is chaos. Yep, it's true, Deb. It's He's got 30 years on us and has a lot of studying. And uh, let's see here. Barbara asks, how would you get a claim of a life for an adult with a disability or in a group home? You know, it, it, it's, there's a couple questions there. I know we've hit this one uh, before, this question before, but one of the 
questions that Chief has is, well, are you uh, are you the power of attorney or do you have the authority over that person? If, if so, um, you know, there's a number of, of things you're going to have to do to help them with their claim of the life. But if you have uh, the power of attorney over them or the authorization over them, then you can kind of like a child's claim of the life, help them with that. Uh, but otherwise they have to do it themselves. So you could help help them autograph it. You could get them all, you could help them set up their claim of the life on the account and, you know, get it printed out for them and help them do their mailing and, and walk them through how to autograph over that stamp and stuff. But you can, you can help them through that. I know this is also a patron call one. So if you do join Chief's patron calls, he does have past ones on that, but it's, it's, gosh, it's been a couple of years something it would be pretty far back in the chats in the audio recordings. Uh, let's see here. Judy says Rainer Rainer, a German lawyer is in jail trying to use the courts to bring about justice. Good luck with him. All right, Todd says planetary shifts, solar flares. Yes, they all seem to be continuing. And I've been outside a little bit more, taking in the sun with my sunglasses off. It got a little bright the, the last few times I was out, so I did wear some sunglasses. But I have been enjoying taking in the sun. I notice the people, when they wear their sunglasses, it's like they're trying to get away from it. And I did, like I said, I did have that conversation with Chief, and he said he was driving a little bit without his sunglasses and, and it, he was doing, he, you know, it's like, it's just, sometimes we just got to remind each other, like, you know, just take that D3 in or just take the sun's rays in. You don't have to look directly into the sun, but just, just, just enjoy the, the life force that it offers because there's definitely, that is something that is uh, very 3D, very scientific, you know, that that's just, just a fact, you know, that your body needs sunlight to grow and to, to thrive and live. So there is that. <laughs> and then there's also the more esoteric versions of being, having your DNA activated by the sun rays. So there's all that too. All right. Welcome. Welcome guys. I see someone's posted some things. <laughs> the case of Jag versus Oprah reached a theatrical conclusion Monday morning when Winfrey was executed at Guantanamo Bay. Well, if you believe that, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? It's like when they say the white hats are doing it all and they've got everything. I mean, it's like, well, then show us the proof. I mean, why hide it? I mean, that would be something I'd be boasting about, wouldn't you? I mean, then, then the 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 shenanigans would would stop. And if if they really are white hats and they really are military, then what they they're not afraid of war. I mean, or are they? But so it's what I'm saying is like they would would bring it. Like if that's really what what they if these are military people, then then bring on bring on the 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 fight. I think a lot of people would uh, jump to their support to their aid. And so I find it a little bit hard to think that there's these magical forces behind the scenes that are helping you. And um, 
like, I don't know, every time I've always had to help myself. That's really what it comes down to. I've had to help myself when something doesn't feel right in my body or something doesn't work right in my body. I have had to go find, take the time, research, search out the remedy, search out the, search out the fixes, figure out how to help myself, go see a thousand doctors or healers or balancers, go take a thousand different supplements, whatever. Like it's always, and then, yeah, go take some courses. Like that has been this, the long journey of helping myself. Like nobody's, I don't just expect, they can't even fix the potholes. Uh, I mean, the potholes come back after it rains once. I was driving down the road and they have these, the road just gets ridiculously full of potholes after just a a little bit of, uh, of rain and, and, and some uh, dampness and they were fixing while they were, the all there was like eight guys on the side of the road and they were all gathered there. It was really early in the morning and they were kind of like grouped together in one little spot and they had their little cones out and their yellow jackets on and helmets and stuff. And I slowed down really slow and I rolled down the window because I mean, swear they have fixed this maybe like uh, five times last summer, like in consecutively it was because they, so I rolled down my window and I went by them and I was like, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I yelled out the window. And then one guy, he he yelled back something. It was funny. It was so funny. I mean, it's like, you're doing it wrong. They know they're doing it wrong, right? We, we, You guys know that they're doing it wrong, right? That they're filling the potholes wrong. It's like a joke. I mean, I don't, it's not a funny joke, but it is kind of funny when you tell them they're doing it wrong and they, they know it's like they don't even wow it's just so sad <clears throat> anywho all right let's see here i think we have one or two more questions and then we're going to wrap it up for the evening nelly says my space now and humble and love is power neutral todd says sunlight first in the morning or right before it goes down Line, postmaster line for the cover letter driver's license. It The last paragraph says something about this or that, and then the number, and then the address. It must be an address where then um, must be my address. Yes, line, it is your address. Where, where is, What's your location? Because where are they going to get? This is something else that I said to the claimants in a study group one time is, if you don't put on your contracts where to be reached, and you expect them to only have that data on the envelope, well, that's not a very good way for them to contact you back, right? So you always want to be writing your contracts with some level of um, of exception so that they can contact you, some contact data. So like uh, if it's a phone number or an email or an address, a location, mailing location, because don't expect them to save that envelope like you would, but they might not. and so make sure you have a way for them to contact you. Just like we do on our amicus, when we send out a stop and correct letter, they are more than welcome to give us a call or email us and see what's up. And we've gotten some responses back. Interesting what they say. 
James says pothole mechanics often seem like job security here too. So yeah, they're, I don't know what job they're securing, but yeah, they're, I guess they're trying to keep a job or something. Keep themselves busy as though there's not enough. I think they're just uh, being sold the wrong ingredients for those potholes. They're being told, I mean, they've got to know. They've got to know that their pothole materials are not working. I mean, especially when they come back for the fifth time to fill it. Like, hmm, let's do the math. Let's do the science. All right, guys. I think we're going to wrap it up from here. We're on quite a while tonight. So I'm going to bid my farewell, bid my dues. Thank you so much for joining in. I wish you all the best. Peace and blessings. Sweet dreams. Happy space. Keep on keeping. So Rachel hyphen Dara colon Prince autographing off. <laughs>